It's Jim, it's the world of bonds and it's Monday the 8th of June 2020. Um, Massive rally in risk assets, big sell-off in bonds last week. So the 10-year US Treasury yield over the week was up 24 basis points. Um, On Friday alone, crossover, the measure of high yield in Europe um, was 33 basis points tighter. And CDX high yield, measure of US high yield, was over two points higher on the day. The reason for that will come on to basically very, very strong jobs data and some better data overall um, compared to you know expectations in the market over the week as a whole. But now we're left with US 10 years at 90 basis points, Japanese 10-year government bonds at 4, UK gilts at 35 and German bonds at minus 29 basis points. And in the world of credit, the spread over government bonds for investment grade in US dollars is 146 and for high yield, 551. So huge broad-based rallies that's left even some high yield bonds trading higher in price um, than they were going into the coronavirus crisis. That's true for around about a quarter of uh, the more defensive names in the high yield uh, universe. So what drove Friday's big, big rallies? Well, you will have seen probably the jobs numbers coming out of the US. This is the most watched economic indicator for bond markets and has been for years. Uh, Non-farm payrolls, it measures the number of jobs lost or created in all sectors of the economy other than the the, the seasonal farming sector. And in May, um, quite startlingly, the economy created two and a half million new jobs. You know, it puts it in full-blown recovery mode from the, the worst that we'd expected. Remember, we'd lost 22 million jobs since coronavirus hit the US. The unemployment rate going into Friday was nearly 15%, and the market was expecting that to go up to nearly 19%. In fact, given that two and a half million jobs were created, uh, the unemployment rate fell to 13%. We look at where those jobs came from, pretty broad based in the real economy. So restaurants added nearly one and a half million new jobs, construction nearly half a million, healthcare 300,000, retailers 300,000. In fact, the only real area of losses was in local and state government jobs Um, under quite a lot of budgetary pressure. They lost um, around about half a million jobs from um, local bureaucracy effectively. So this looks like um, a V-shaped recovery. You know, we've been talking about what the shape of the recovery will be. It looks V-shaped. Some people actually came out and said on Friday, this is really dangerous. You know, we we don't know that these jobs are going to be permanent. We don't quite understand the Bureau of Labour Statistics adjustments that it makes. Uh, You know, are these numbers real? Um, I think the numbers probably are real. They're certainly, you know, not telling you anything other than the fact that we are in a a stronger rebound. You know, we haven't seen the big surge in coronavirus cases outside of uh, New York City that people perhaps feared. But people are saying there is some danger because this gives perhaps some false optimism to people, including the Federal Reserve. And maybe it means that people think everything's back to normal um, and that everything's going to be okay. And, you know, this is a straight line recovery back towards autumn. Um, if you don't believe that's the case, and I think that, you know we can't be 100% sure this is going to be a V-shaped recovery at this stage, then it does make the likelihood of Fed action slightly lower, and indeed uh, government action in terms of fiscal and other policy responses. So the Fed meet on Wednesday 
this this week. The expectations from the market is are that we'll get open-ended quantitative easing of a monthly amount. Um, anything I've seen some forecasts up to eighty-five billion dollars uh, of bond purchases every month, and perhaps we'll get some form of forward guidance that rates won't move for another couple of years. So you know, we'll you know, if you look at the expectations for the forecast from the Fed. It's expected that they will forecast that core PCE, which is their preferred measure of inflation, will be below target until the end of 2022. And maybe we'll get some forward guidance that rates will be unchanged until the end of 2022. Some people in the market, I think UBS is one of them, um, are talking about the possibility that we get some yield curve control announcement um, this week, perhaps pinning three-year government bond yields down at something like you know 20 basis points or so, which could lead to further curve steepening, um, but is uh, probably on the outlandish end of people's expectations of what we get this time round, especially given the very strong um, jobs numbers that we got on Friday. So good news for the global economy, uh, but we're not out of the woods yet. <laughs>